Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with your hosts, Jake and Randy, discussing all things freestyle frisbee and whatever else that comes up. All right. Hey, Jake, how's it going, man? Great. How about you, Randy? Doing good. Well, welcome to uh, the podcast. Uh, Jake and Randy shooting the frizz breeze, and we have Steve Hayes as a guest today, aka the Beast. Hi, Beast. How are you? Just wonderful. Hey. Well, for those out there who are not familiar with you, why don't you could you give us just a little idea of who you are, why you are? Well, I'm a, a jammer from Seattle. Green Lake is my home turf, and I started jamming in 1977 and haven't quit yet wow 1977 i was two years old when you started jamming beast (laughs) okay that's funny i think i was the first person you jammed with in a tournament if i remember right so that does that is that is correct no and way. We tied, Is that really we tied true? for last. We didn't even get last. We tied for last. Yeah, tied for, <laughs> tied last. for last. Oh my God, that is awesome. I, I never knew that you guys were, that that was your first partner, Jake. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's so, the same event where I met you, Randy. Really? And what event? What, what was it? Yakima? Yakima. Oh my. 1996. Wow. 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 Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, Beast, we have a, I have a question that I would like to ask you uh, here. Did some preparation. Yeah. So one, one thing I just wanted to um, get your thoughts on, or what would you change to make freestyle more audience friendly? Oh, well, um, I would, I think I would reward um a more artistic game as opposed to a more technical game in hopes that the um, visual experience was um, more accessible to people who don't jam. So how would you, how would you keep the technical side still valid for a com- competitive standpoint and have that artistic thing not take over? Well, I, I think some people would think it did take over if I were to get my wishes. <laughs> you know, technical. Um, the the moves done, done during a uh, whatever number of minute period, uh, the technical difficulty, of course, would get scored higher. But um, one would get scored lower if they didn't uh, have continuity and uh, play with some semblance of uh, acknowledgement of the music and um, with some artistic uh, meaning. Can you define what you mean by artistic meaning? It, it means to me that uh, uh, the, the two or three people are in concert with the music demonstrating moves that are connected not just breaking off and doing indies. And connected, you mean connected to the music? Yes, both their partners and the music. There's a there's a holistic, um, organic kind of growth 
that um, you know the 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 other the players without the disc are still involved with the disc in some ways, as opposed to being audience when they don't have the disc. So having a holistic kind of organism rather than a single person with the disc. And so here's a question. So why do you think that that's more accessible to an audience than, say, the technical side? Um, well, in my 40 years experience watching audiences, when that type of thing happens, uh, for example, the Coloradicals uh, in their heyday, the audience was wrapped and uh, hanging on every move. And um, now we have three players go out there and do whatever it is they're doing, and it loses interest inside about three moves because people don't understand what the hell's going on, except they're trapping this poor disc and beating it to death. <laughs> trapping this poor disc. I love the way you phrase things, Beast. Yeah, me too. So I want to explore a little bit how you how you would would reward that kind of play because I because the way I see the judging system today, uh, we already have categories for teamwork and for music cues and for flow and form. Mm -hmm. How would you change the categories or what types of things would you change in the judging system to reward that kind of play? Uh, well. I or I think the judging system as it stands would do it. Uh, it just agreement among the players that the value for flow and form and artistic expression should be valued higher, and uh, you know that would do it. It's a it's a you know it's tearing apart and redoing the judging system over and over has proven to be non-productive in my view. Uh, it's more of an education or an agreement among the players that, hey, this is where we want to go and this is where we've been and it's not productive and for these reasons. Um, I've had that discussion over the years a number of times and, you know, when you're talking with people that agree with you, everything's fine. And when you're not, then, you know, it's not fine. I'm on the uh, artistic side of the uh, fence, and the technical people are on the other side, and it doesn't seem like we can build bridges, which is unfortunate. Um, I, I hearken back to the stork, because he was the first one that uh, put the definition of art he said, it's, it's not a sport, it's an art. And, uh, and I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's the difference we're talking about. If you're trying to, you know, pole vault 17 feet, you know, that's one thing. If you're trying to um, fly, that's another thing. So I guess that, that really comes down to that whole what makes it more audience friendly. So there is that side that says, you know, the more turbo and shred sort of like the X games thing that that is appealing. And then there's the artistic side, which you feel like is more audience friendly. And so how do you, how do you marry those two while not losing the audience? It's also more meaningful to me. 
you know, I, I, you know, I told you the story a number of times about um, playing with Kathy Gay downtown and uh, getting really hot one time in, uh, under a building in a, in a little flyway where the wind was coming through perfectly, and we really got hot, and and there were two indigent sitting there with a paper bag passing it back and forth and at the end they clapped and I said well there's your audience that's it you know if you don't love it yourself I you know the rest of it's immaterial if you do love it then you know do what your heart says you should do um I think both sides are right but I do believe that technical moves are not accessible to a lay audience and that's not going to sell the game it's it's not that that sells the game it's the dance and the meaningful portrayal of the music uh, and the interaction of, of the partners uh, in yeah keeping the part of uh, the off partners alive in the routine is a very difficult thing to do and people don't do it. They fail most of the time. And it, it takes a lot of work. So that's the thing that's hard is that I do think you can marry the artistic and the technical. You just, it, it's just oh, really hard. Um, and, you know, you can do like a Cirque du Soleil thing. Those people are doing incredible technical stuff. that's very artistic. And so we just have never been able to, I don't know, there hasn't been the, 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 the the time for people to put into it to actually go to that next level. Just, it never has gotten there. Sure. It costs a lot. You know, as you well know, you've put routines together over the years that were phenomenal. And I know you <laughs> worked very hard at it. Uh, you know, I've not put together <laughs> routines that were phenomenal. And I worked very hard at it. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a very difficult The the, number of different skills needed just the musicality for one thing a lot of people don't have it it's just they don't have it you know and uh i wonder secretly if because they don't have that sense of music and dance if, if that's why they uh are so hard over on the technical side some of those players because they know they can't get there yeah. Well, there's, you know, it's the, it's always the age-old question, the technical and the artistic side. But uh, sure. the how do you make it more audience-friendly is is something that I I well, really doing, would like to you know doing an again to see happen. Crank guidus is not accessible to the audience, and and if it's what we reward the highest, then we're not going to have an audience. That's and that's fine. You know, I've I've felt okay about that but i find those kind of uh, routines to be a little tedious after a while i can't watch them they're, they're not interesting to me it's interesting i, I kind of think there's something about how we package it as well because we have so the way the sport currently works is you do your four minutes or your five minutes and you're judged on that entire thing as a piece which lends it to more of a dance performance or performing arts piece than it does to just doing technical moves if you think about other sports like skateboarding, they get a minute or so to go do their hardest moves and they're judged on whichever the hardest move they did was. Their their whole perspective is, well, we're all about technical. And so they package it in a way that makes the audience 
no, that's going to be hard, and this is what I'm looking for is what's hard. Sure, they, Whereas we're not they, really packed that way. They talk the technical move. They talk talk it before the thing happens. The the voiceovers tell them, yeah. oh, look for this, and or that was this. And, you know, that's one way you can kind of crutch the audience in. And it, it yeah. you know. I guess it works because they got on TV. <laughs> Randy and I were discussing this earlier. I think that if we had more commentary for Freestyle Frisbee, um, an, yeah. an uneducated audience would get a lot more engaged because then they would understand exactly. what they're watching. Yeah, I mean, that happened in um, figure skating over the years. I, I watched avidly in the 50s and 60s as a kid and loved it. And... Uh, you know, figure skating went through a lot of the growing pains we have, only they were a little more successful. Um, but they split apart difficulty and artistic for a while, and then it melted back together in pairs. And uh, so that's how they kind of were working it. But they also had expert commentary, you know, the Dick Button guy and others. So, yeah, I think... Anytime you're going to go to the general public, you're going to have to crutch it for them and explain what's happening. But that presupposes you can get over the first hurdle, which is create an audience in the first place that you have to talk to. And, uh, you know, we we haven't got over that hurdle. Yeah, there's sort of a chicken and egg thing, what came first, how to, how to take that next step and agree that that's a direction that folks want to go. Yeah. You know, I mean, boy, the same discussion. I heard it uh, very clearly, this discussion very clearly in the mid-80s, I guess, down in somewhere, L.A. or Santa Barbara, some big tournament. They had a meeting, two hours of the same dialogue. Uh, you know, that's when volleyball was making its big uh, bid for public recognition, and beach volleyball was getting coverage, and so we thought we could do the same thing. There was a lot of intense interest, uh, and, you know, we had corporate support at that time with Whammo, and Stork was, you know, yeah, working very hard at it. I have one last question for you, Stephen. Oh, okay. What is your least favorite move? Um, my personal move, or just, just yeah, your least favorite move? Oh, well, either. Oh. Um, I think I hate to say this out loud, but the bad attitude kind of <laughs> like I'm going. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is it because your body can't get there? I've done one. Lori made me do one. But <laughs> one. One. her to do a guidus. And so she said, okay, you have to do a bad attitude. So I finally got her to do a guidus, and, and I did struggle through and get a, a bad attitude once. And I said, okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm never doing that. Well, that's awesome. You know what? That's one more than I've done. So. Yeah. Uh, what do you say we let him go? today. Gasworks. All right. Well, have fun at Gasworks. Uh, Jake, you playing today? Uh, I don't know yet. I sure hope so, though. I got to contact the peeps and find out. 
Right on, right on. I'm jealous. Right Are on. you going to Gasworks? Well, I've already. Uh, no, I'm not going to Gasworks. Lost banner. So. No, I want to watch the Seahawks. I'm going to do non frisbee stuff today. So. Okay. Yeah, but tomorrow I will get my jam on. Oh, good. Excellent. Okay, we'll see you at Magnus in the morning. All right. Bye, Beast. Bye, Jake. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. To contact us or for more info, check out our website at frisbeeguru.com. Oh, yeah!